You are now listening to Food for Thought. Food for Thought. Food for Thought. And yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? Welcome to episode three. We are back. We are back. And we are in my bedroom today. And we are live on Instagram. We are also live. Shout outs to Nezzy. Um, doing Thank, you. For Thank you for waking up today. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. This is the earliest podcast we've ever done. So yeah. It's uh, it's nice. It's, it's good. Nice. We have time, so we do. So today, let's get straight into it. We're going to be talking about adapting to certain different situations. So pretty much how to go about adapting um, to a new environment. Um, yeah, just a new situation that you maybe not have been in before. You might not be comfortable with. Yeah, I think how um, to go about that as creative business owners uh we are in a lot of different situations that um we can't predict and we meet a lot of different people and yeah the situations um when we look back are quite hilarious yeah i think especially as filmmakers and as business owners you always end up like um yeah having to put yourself out there having to like go into different rooms have meetings with different kinds of people what up what up, Kelvin? What's going on? Hey, yo, what's up, people? Um, and yeah, so I think the guess, I guess, um, just to start it off, we wanted to talk about um, your first week at uni. So, <laughs> pretty much, you know, when you like first, like this is like straight out of high school, and you first go into uni, and like you don't know anyone, and you're kind of there, and it's like you're in that first tutorial. It's like real awkward because you don't know how to. I don't know how to approach people. I don't know if yeah. you had this, but um, I found it difficult. One of the icebreaker games that I was um, a part of was involving the whole group and the first person had to say their name and what they liked. Then the second person had to say their name, what they liked, and then the person before them and then so on. Mm. And so I was like 16th or something and I was like, damn, I got to remember 15 people's names oh, and man. what they liked. And I'm like, I don't even care who these people are. And I'm like, damn, it's, yeah. It That's was just a tough icebreaker game. It is. I don't know if that breaks the ice or just makes you feel like, builds up the ice. <laughs> <laughs> it know? made me feel anxious, but right. yeah, it was, it was a funny game. True. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> What's the games that you've played in the um, past or icebreakers or anything? The icebreaker has been all right, but I always just find it super awkward. Like that first, like when you go to the tutor early and like the, 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 the tutor's not there yet. Yeah. So you're sitting there or there's like someone already there. And then like, it's just kind of like a few people in the room and you just kind of sit down. And you're like, it's like, how do I, do I just say hi? How do or? I navigate myself in this new world? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a different situation. And I'm like, cause you're so used to being friends with everyone in like high school, like especially once you're in year 12, you've known everyone for like, you know, however many years you've been there, but then you jump straight into uni and you're like, hello, <laughs> my name is David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is quite awkward, but yeah. you know, you do what you got to do. Yeah. You do what you got to do. And I guess the same thing with like group interviews. Have you ever done like a, group interview for work or anything like that before? For I don't think I have. No, I didn't have to do a group interview. Did you have to do one for Maya? I did one for Maya. Yeah. And it's weird because you're trying to get to know everyone, but at the same time, um, you're also fighting each other to get a job. So, right. <laughs> so it's like you're meeting people and it's cool. It's like, I guess you kind of like make alliances with people. That's the way I saw it. Yeah. I was like, yo, yo, we could be friends. And then we'll show them that we're very friendly people yeah. because we're already, you know, making friends. 
So I guess that's like a tactic some people might use. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, you don't want to no, go in there and that's not, good. That's not good. introduce think, yourself to people. I think that's you know? a good tactic if you're like, you're stronger together. So yeah. hopefully a group of you get like hired because yes. if there's a whole group of people that don't work well together, you're not going to hire them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But that could backfire on you where the person is an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to connect with them. Yeah. But they're just, it's just not happening. And yeah. Like, yeah. Shit. Abort. <laughs> I, then, yeah. I have actually gone through something similar. Um, we had a group interview situation for like a call center that I was applying for. This was a long time ago. And there was like this business course I had to go through for like five weeks. And what happened in the interview was pretty much we had to try and sell um, a mobile plan to one of the interviewees. Mm. And I just went off and made a fake story and then she knew and she was trying to challenge me and it just turned into this point where everybody was listening to my sales pitch and I just nailed it and nice. everyone was just like whoa what the fuck like it was cool because it was just a good moment for me because I was on point that day and I was just like yeah this is sick because I was doing a five-week course and I was like it's all leading up to this moment I have to be on point today mm. I remember having the best breakfast, you know, one of those days. Yeah. yeah. Just on it. <laughs> yeah, just I was just on it. On so. it kind of day. Yeah. I love those days. Yeah. You know what? Those are the best days. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it's hard to get those days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you plan for it ahead or it's just kind of happening. Yeah. I feel like those days come when you wake up super early and you get a lot done in mm. the first hour i feel yeah. like that sets the tone for the rest of your day mm, yeah once yeah. you start getting productive i guess the earlier you start getting productive when doing something yeah like the better the day looks because you've already yeah, done something yeah that's why like this time when we're doing the 30 going for 30 um challenge for the um for instagram i felt like i have to do it in the morning because mm. I will think about it all day until I do it. Oh, uh, yeah. Thing. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's I just my mindset for it. Mm. because, And I think that's why I failed to do it last time because it would be this thing in the back of my mind and I just wouldn't be able to do it, you know? I feel you. Yeah. I felt like that yesterday where I was like, hmm, maybe I should do it in the morning. I guess it's kind of like working out, going to the gym in the morning. Yeah. But then, honestly, like, I feel like sometimes when I wake up, I feel more, like, mentally productive rather than physically productive. Right. Where I'm like, my... My brain is awake. I want to I wanna be productive in that way where I right. might just like, you know, write something or like, you know, organize my week or something like that yeah. and then get all that kind of stuff done first. And then I feel like my body starts to wake up a little bit later. Mm. So then I feel a bit more like less like I'm forcing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like I did some stretching before and I was like, yo, okay. Yeah, yeah. Usually I'm when I'm doing... When I open myself up physically, that's when I feel like my mind is opening up right. a bit more as well. Like, yeah. I feel like especially in this um, circumstance, like the recent events, I feel like I need to be more active indoors mm -hmm. because my mind doesn't work properly unless I'm like moving. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Mm. I think it's very important to keep moving. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, in terms of... Um, you know, adapting to different situations then. Um, what are some situations where you felt like you've had to really just adapt? Uh, maybe in terms of like business. Mm. I feel like we've had so many situations where what we've been put in a corporate setting and we've become like 
our most formal version. Like, I like putting on a suit. I like rocking a suit. Like, I think it's something to do with manhood. Um, but we don't wear a suit every day. And the situations that we do, I feel like we <laughs> are in situations where we have to be very formal. And That's true. Yeah. We've even made a joke about like being corporate boys. Yeah. Coming soon to a theatre near you. <laughs> We're having tr- troubles with our Sorry, live. No, I thought our live thing was... Oh, what up, Token? What's going on, oh. bro? Hey, if anyone has any questions, feel free to shoot us some questions. Yes, ask us some questions. We're just, we're just talking about... Um, we're just talking shit. Adapting. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking shit, really. But good morning. Good Hope morning. you guys are well. Hope you guys are self-isolating. <laughs> Self-isolation. What is the topic? The topic is... Adapting to different situations. Adapting to different situations. Dude, maybe we could totally call people. And like get them to tell their Ooh, story. Oh, that would be cool. Who should we call? Nezzy, you still here? You're a real one. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, adapting to different situations, I guess. I think we we talked about this a little bit before where uh, we, if the situation dictates that you fight The Rock or Vin Diesel, who would you fight? CC Gian. <laughs> That's a pretty good question, man. Um, <laughs> I would fight Vin Diesel. Because I feel like The Rock has fight. more uh, okay. experience in fighting than Vin Diesel. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Rock has wrestling experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really real wrestling, but yeah. I mean, well, no offense. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it is crazy. He's very athletic. I think I would... Yeah, I'd definitely fight Vin Diesel I reckon well. I'd fight yeah. Vin Diesel. I would not fight The Rock. Like <laughs> <laughs> What this podcast is turning into. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, like... Come on, like no one wants to fight The Rock. He's just a beast. Like he's just two beasts in general. Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Vin the Pebble Diesel. <laughs> Vin the Pebble Diesel. <laughs> That's a good question, man. Keep the questions coming. Keep the questions coming. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely Vin Diesel. We'd fight Vin Diesel. <laughs> All right. Um... um what were we saying? So adapting to... Oh, yeah. Pretty much we're like... Hey, I'm glad you're vibing it, bro. Um, pretty much if you're like... You know, if you see yourself as an Instagram kind of person, you know, you're just like into cool shit. Yeah. Cool visual stuff. Maybe you're creative. And then you go into a corporate setting, um, which is a bit more like LinkedIn. Yeah. If it's we like had to describe you, ourselves as social media platforms, I think we are... Um, Instagram, for yeah. sure. I feel like we're more Instagram kind of people. <laughs> I think there's different types of people and they have their own There are TikTok platforms. people, there are Instagram people, mm. Facebook people. Yeah. So it's like, how do you adapt when you go into a corporate setting? Like, what do you do? I think when I am in a corporate setting, I am cracking less jokes. Mm. I think... <laughs> it reminds me of my quarter of a centrum. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, well, you got to warm up to certain jokes. Yeah. Sometimes the icebreaker is nice though. When you throw in a joke in a corporate setting and then you pretty much like, yeah, you break the ice and everyone is a little bit more chill. Because at the end of the day, like most people, I feel like most people in that setting aren't really that serious. Yeah. Everyone is playing a character. You know what's interesting when we bring like when we're uh, we come in to shoot at a corporate setting, we kind of create a world. Like Mm. when we build like a little 
set up with like our cameras and our lighting and stuff like that. Yeah. That's like the most exciting day for them. Yeah. Like, we oh, changed their environment. Day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> whenever we go to a shoot, we actually change the environment yeah. because it's like a special day. It's, it's like, like creating a world. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And everyone feels a little bit more relaxed. I'm like, oh. Hey, thing, you're going to be on Channel 7. <laughs> the same jokes that we get all the time. It's the like, oh, where's this going? Yeah. Channel 7. <laughs> they're like, ha, ha, ha. And they see the clapper and they're like, oh, yeah, can we uh, take a photo with the clapper? Yeah. You know, oh, you're going to Hollywood, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> what up, guys? How's it going? If you guys have any questions for us, feel free, feel free to shoot us any questions about anything. We'll answer anything. We and I mean anything. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so whenever we're in a corporate setting i don't know it's just like the most exciting part of their day or like i think for them they're like preparing for a whole week to like get their mind around it right yeah mm. you know what's interesting because when people first join like a corporate job that's that's like us going there for the first time but then as they go in like the next day and the day after that they get used to it yeah and then that's how they end up becoming like, I guess you adapt to your environment, right? Yeah. So once you're there for like a couple of years, you end up being like, I guess you've kind of like rubbed shoulders with everyone and you have this sense set of like morals and values that you kind of have just like naturally adapted to. And then when we come in and we see that, yeah. it feels different for us, but for them it feels the same. But it might have felt different the first time. Yeah. That makes any sense at all. <laughs> it makes sense in my head. <laughs> it yeah, I don't know. I think like it's cool that we have the ability to shake things up and mm. I think that you know, it's it's a lot of fun to be on set and we get to make something a little bit more exciting for them. And yeah, I don't know. I like adapting to the environment. Like we walk into a place that they see all the time and then we have the ability to make it look different or more interesting. Mm. Um yeah, that's what that's what's fun about our job, especially shooting. Definitely. In different speaking of shooting and speaking of shooting in different environments, we got a question from at I am Ryan Mayer. Hello. Um, what up, Ryan? He says, your videos are really good. I'm starting out. How do you start out? That's a good question. That's a very good question. How did we start out? I think, um, what up, Kiana? Shouldn't you be at school? <laughs> oh, no, schools are closed. Are they closed? All right, back to this question. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, getting distracted. Um, so the what up, Aaron? Hello. Um, how do you so start how out? we started with, um, I guess, like video in general for me um, was literally I wasn't actually the cameraman. Uh, we had Richard coming around. And he was just filming us, but um, like one night, I just had all this footage of like just random stuff, and then I just. I got on iMovie and I just edited it together. Like literally I figured it out as I went. I was at home by myself and I was like, you know what? I'm bored. I'm going to play around with this footage and just see how it works. And I, I feel like that's how most people start. Like they just have a bunch of footage. You could have a bunch of videos on your camera roll. And then, um, yeah, I literally put it together. I just found a song, just a random song. And then I put the visuals to the song. And I think coming from like a dance background, I just like, I liked how music and visuals like um, could sync with each other. Mm -hmm. So that was my starting point. Like I just had a bunch of footage, I had the song, I had like beats on the song and then I just cut it onto the beats. It was like, yeah. like a little montage. And that's, that's literally how I started just from iMovie. Yeah. I think my first experience with editing would have been Windows Movie Maker, Seawalk videos. 
and just um, literally dance videos. So Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, Windows Movie Maker. I remember that. Uh, the default um, title sequences. Um, sorry, just recording again on my camera. Um, and yeah, I think that just turned into the vlogging thing, uh, watching a lot of Casey Neistat and just seeing how he could create normal stories like that are like not stories that seem normal in your daily life but make them more interesting through video i just felt like i could make my life more exciting through creating vlogs and stuff like that um and that's my um experience delving into it and how i kind of started and then there's a flying art story of how we joined forces (laughs) yeah and then we joined forces um pretty much like in terms of like quality and like um like image quality and production quality. I actually went to film school. I don't know if many people know this, but I actually went for like two years um, doing trimesters. And that's where I learned like the solid, like professional, professional, um, I guess, skills to um, bring out into like a business setting. Um, I feel like that really pushed me in the right direction in terms of what to do. A lot of people say you don't need to go to film school, which you don't. Um, But it's not about the teachers, um, like the, yeah, like the teachers or like, you know, paying X amount for school, but it's about the people that you connect with while you're at school. Yeah. So I was lucky enough to meet um, this guy named Tapas, shout out Tapas. And he was like already a professional actor in India and I just happened to sit next to him. I was just talking to him like, yo, what's up, man? What's going on? And then, yeah, he uh, came down to Melbourne to become a professional DP. So once I found that out, I was like, wow, this guy is actually amazing. Um, and so I, I would just pick his brain and I would be on set with him and i just ask him all these questions. And I think that's the key as well in terms of getting better quality videos is just to ask questions from anyone and not mm-hmm. being afraid to ask questions. Be like, yo, man, yeah. how do you do that? What's a frame rate? How does that work? And I remember like some people just love teaching and people love explaining stuff. So I would just sit there and just pick their brain like, okay, so if a lens is this big, then that means it's like wider. Like why should I use this lens? Oh, okay, that's cool. Like what's the difference between 1080p and 4K? All right, is there a 6K? Is there an 8K? Like, oh, okay, cool. So I guess asking questions. Yeah. Speaking of asking questions, Token has a question. <coughs> Have you ever been in projects where you had to drastically adapt real quick and what did you learn from it? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good question. A token. project where you had to drastically adapt real quick and what did you learn from it? Oh, I think the back of my feet story is the uh, craziest yes. one. Uh, yeah. So essentially what happened on the day of um, a shoot for one of our scenes that we've been preparing for like three or four months rehearsing and had our characters all in place Um our main villain for the short film uh, didn't show up and we were kind of like, what's going on? Um, Later on, we found out that they wanted to pull out. Um, He wanted to, quote, save his other film and then we were like, well, well, I think this is what you said. We were playing it for months as well. Yeah, and he's like, well, you were about to kill our film and then what we had to do was replace him on the spot with another character and shout-outs to Sonny. Um, I think his handle is It's Always Sunny in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was crazy actor. And we just told him, yeah, man, um, we're going to need you to play this character. And then he was like, what? Are you serious? And he's like, you're going to have to step up to the plate. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, but it's not going to be the same Murphy 
as you guys envisioned. We're like, that's fine, man. We trust you. And yeah, it was crazy um, adapting to that and just flipping the whole thing. But it worked out much better, I think. I think so too. I think um, I think whenever anything like crazy happens or like something that's really unexpected, um, I guess the best way to deal with it is to just kind of go with the flow, you know, and like that might be like something that you completely didn't plan for and something that you completely like, yeah, obviously you had no idea that you would have to make this choice, but if it feels like it's the right choice to do and it makes sense like in terms of the future and like the way that it's going to flow in the future, then sometimes you just got to make that move. You just got to make that decision and just be like, you know what? Look, we didn't plan for this. Like you're going to pull out. So, you know, there's no point like wasting your time dwelling on that situation. Mm -hmm. It's like you got to take a step to move forward and just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Just we'll get a different actor and you just got to play your part and then um, just do our thing and keep the ball rolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like like make the mistake now and then we'll figure it out later. Like it's better than not doing anything at all, I think. And sometimes I feel like these things happen um, and it's for the best. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, like we didn't plan for this to happen, but maybe this was supposed to happen. I feel like we've grown to to a point where when it comes to being under pressure, we can handle ourselves though. Like I feel like um, we have two ways of looking at it when we're under pressure. We either like freak out and just like don't know what to do and just give up or we take a deep breath and just go for it and realize you know like if we don't make a move nothing's going to happen and I, I kind of enjoy the feeling of being confident in a situation like that you know you feel like you can do anything when you like take on that challenge true yeah. what up jojo fat leo <laughs> what's going on jonathan what up guys Feel free to ask us any questions if you have a question. This became a live show and I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I Welcome. feel like, Yeah, it's good. I think, um, I guess, engaging with people is... <laughs> Who are these the two guys? Well, my name is David. And my name is Kim. We didn't even do that at the start of I this podcast. Yeah, it's hard. It's, I always forget. I always forget my name. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. But um, I guess it's part of like hosting, which is uh, what we're doing at the moment, so... That's a really good question, Jonathan. If you want to get deep on that. Um, who are we? Who are we? Who would you say you are? I would say I am me. Okay. And that is it. Okay. Nothing more. Nothing less. <laughs> I would say <laughs> I am a Vietnamese Australian. <laughs> Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Living in Keysborough. Um, fuck it. Should we let him in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good test. Let him in. Let him in. Oh, oh he declined. Oh. What? You're scared? <laughs> it's actually pretty scary going on live. Like <laughs> You've got to go put a top on and then come back. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Token. come in. Token, if you want to join us, bro. All right. Um, Kenny. Hey, Ooh, guys. What's your one. approach to directing, especially non-actors, or non-professional ones? That's a good question. All right, we're going to answer this question, then we'll let you win token. <laughs> um, okay, so directing non-actors or non-professional ones. I think I think the key is to break it down um, and just 
make things as simple as possible um, yep. in terms of what you want. So the first thing is you got to know what you want. Otherwise, both of you guys are going to be staying around like sh- doing whatever. Um, so yeah, if you if you have a vision in your mind of what you want them to do, to do, maybe you want them to like look out into the window and stare um, into space and just be a bit curious. Um, I would just literally tell them to do the action first and just be like, hey, you know, I want you to physically like do the blocking and just like look through the window. And then for me personally, I like relating things back to real things that they could think about. Mm-hmm. So I might be like, you know, remember a time where, you know, you were you were sitting by yourself on the train and you were just looking out the window, you know, and not, well, like most people would just kind of just sit there and reflect, you know, yeah, that yeah. look. And you can't really explain that look, but you know that feeling. So if I can explain that to them, then they can go there and then just kind of give me that. And I guess I'm going to like, I can alter it every time. Like if it's not really working um, or even show them the footage after and be like, hey, like, because some people aren't aware of what they're doing. Yeah. Be like, yo, check it out. This is how you actually look. Yeah. And then they can sometimes direct themselves as well. I think what I've learned from watching David over the years is that it becomes like a snap into like a DNM. It's quite interesting mm. when, when the cameras are on, the whole set and like time is of the essence. Um, it becomes like a conversation that really digs deep and it's like, well, like goes into the, their stories and how they can relate. And, mm. you know, it becomes like a, a conversation. It's like, oh, do you, do you have a time where you felt this way or can you relate it to this? And can you express that emotion as you're doing this? Yeah. Um, I think that's what's interesting about directing and interactions with actors. Yeah. Um, and also language as well is very important. I think when mm. you describe emotions or describe actions, I think also trust the way man. you say it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think in order to be able to talk like that to someone, you got to have like this built trust between each other. And it might be someone that you've just met, mm-hmm. which is really hard to develop trust with someone like in that kind of situation, depending on them as well. But yeah. I think for me personally, I'm a pretty open person. So um, it'd be hard for me to, you know, really push someone away if we're in the same setting. Like I'd be like, you know what? Like I'm going to open up to you and, you know, express myself in terms of what I want for this scene. Yeah. And hopefully the way that you do it helps um, them open up back to you as well. What up, Will? <laughs> What's going on, Will? I guess it depends on what you're trying to get out as well because if you're doing, say, a gym video um, and they're, like, lifting weights and stuff like that and you have to crowd control, you're not going to try and DNM with each person to, like, (laughs) you know. It's just, like, simple um, instructions and then giving them the idea of, like, what what the video is essentially supposed to do for the viewers. I think that's important, Um, letting them know. And then, yeah, I think when they're on the same page as you, that's when you're able to create content together that actually um, hits deep with the viewers. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What up? What up, Will? If you've got a question for us, feel free to ask. <laughs> Please keep it appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That was a good question. Thank good you. Good question, Kenny. Thanks, bro. That was tight. All right. Token. Let's do it. <laughs> 
What's oh, good? what's up? He's ready. Dude. Hey, with the headset and everything. Damn, he ready. He quickly went to JB to buy the headset. <laughs> He's like, got his whole setup going. What up, Alex? How are you, bro? <laughs> we hope everyone is doing well this morning. I guess it's still morning. What's up, Token? Are you working from home, bro? Yeah, I am working from home, actually. How is working from home? Are you actually working? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> it looks like some crazy videos, bro. <laughs> Working from home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. This is awesome, bro. Really good, man. Yeah, man, we're keeping safe. I just realized that this podcast, like, we won't be able to hear what you're saying in this Semi. podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, we're keeping well. We're doing our thing. Um, yeah, how's your self-isolation going? Yeah, it's good. Um, it's not too bad, actually. It's been an interesting time. It's been an interesting day. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's an interesting time for everyone at the moment, like not knowing if it's... Yeah. I'm personally okay with it. Like, we get to do podcasts and stuff like that. I'm personally okay with staying indoors, you know. I feel like, if anything, it's a big break for everybody and mm. that everybody's kind of been waiting for. You know, it's interesting because um, I think because the world has been going so like fast for like the last I don't know how long like ages. Yeah, it's like this big break that everyone's yeah. kind of like been pulled back to just be like, and just like stop what you're doing, and then like slow down, slow down, <laughs> and just look what the hell's going on. Yeah, and it's like it's I think everyone deals with it differently like most people aren't used to stopping and just like it's like when you just stop during your day you know what i mean yeah and people find it hard to just meditate for like 10 minutes this is like that but on a much bigger scale yeah it's like the world is trying to meditate for a little bit if that makes any sense you know what i mean yeah i think that makes sense i think what's cool as well is like thinking about business in this time because a lot of different businesses started in the last recession like I saw a post talking about how Uber came out in the last recession. So like what businesses are coming out now and like mm. what are people doing? And like, it's, it's interesting how the workforce has been tested. It's like, which, which industries are staying alive and which aren't. And it's like, what do we have to do to adapt to that as well? You know? Shout out Leslie. Thanks bro. Cheers bro. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely agree. that we actually promote at, at work at the moment is to uh, support your locals um, in terms of um, like buying like something from them online too uh, you know whether it's like uh, a gift card because uh, that's that, that's like at, at this point like cash flow is going to be really tight for them as well so yeah that's like one of the things that um, we're trying to advocate for because yeah definitely businesses nowadays will be will be hit hard too um, especially those that are like um, starting out terms of like you know selling shirts or selling um, apparels or even selling like small goods um, or like people that have left their jobs in the past two months to start a business so it's not not the, not the best time really. yeah that makes sense but um, I remember I think you posted it like the quote where it's like um, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago the second best time is now and I think I was reflecting on like flying art and how we are 
four years old this year, but imagine this was the year that we were starting. Yeah. You know, it would have been so much worse for us. And I'm just glad that we started four years ago. <laughs> Word. But I think at the same time, like if you want to start a business, like now would actually be like one of the best times to start because normally yeah. in your first year, you're not really going to make that much money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough because you got to do all the back end stuff first. Yeah. So you got to build your website, you got to build your socials, you got to get your graphics designer, you got to get um, your domain, you got to get your ABN, all that kind of stuff yeah. organized and set up before you go into business. You know yeah. what I mean? So now is the best time. Yeah, because now if you have time, you know, like you may as well work on it because, yeah. um, you know, yeah, exactly. Like you have time now and that's... Turn that time thing. into something valuable yeah. for yourself in the future. Yeah, because you know? I feel like this isn't affecting us as heavy because in our first year of business, this is what it was like. Literally. We were, we were just eating noodles like every day. Like it was fucking tough and it was just like, man, this is a struggle. And now people that are used to just like a nine to five every day are feeling that impact as well where it's like some real struggle shit. Like, fuck, like how do we make money? Or like, all right, you know what? We may as well learn. We may as well work on the things that we can work on, like what we can control, which is how your branding looks, you know, um, your business plan, like your strategy moving forward. Um, Like it's time to plan, you know what I mean? Um, Which is what you get caught in, what you forget to do when you're, busy operating yeah exactly i think um with business as well it's evolve or die pretty much where it's like things like this is going to happen in the future and you have to figure out how to adapt to that and i'm seeing a lot of business owners go online and it's interesting because the business owners that are already online have already prepared themselves for stuff like this you know yeah, for, I think for us as well, we've um, create, put everything on cloud already and we've already done that backend stuff. So we were actually ready for something like this. Yeah, I think I got that from VidCon when I went to a VidCon conference and they were talking about like just like moving to TikTok, moving to you know, like content creation, mm-hmm. um, you know, being online. There was a guy that was there talking about like, you know what, we gave up our office. We don't even have an office anymore. We just meet online. And I was like, damn, that's, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool that it's like, what? You don't pay rent? What? <laughs> yeah, it was tight. And then, um, yeah, I went up to him after and I was like, hey, man, like how do, you, how do you run an office or like a company without an office, you know? And he was just like, man, like we stay connected. Like we have online meetings all the time. And um, yeah, like we, you just got to communicate. And I was like, oh, true, true. And look where we're at now. You know what I mean? Like, now I guess it's like it's even more important to communicate with people through social media or through these platforms yeah. um, to stay connected. Um, you, you mentioned that, that you know, the first year was tough and it was kind of like the same as this um, in, in terms of like how it feels. Like what uh, did you find was helpful in terms of keeping you guys, uh, keeping yourselves motivated and accountable for what you want to do uh, on a day-to-day in order, in order to push your brand or in order to push your business? Mm. for me i think what i found helpful was having fun with it you know because i was so used to working in like retail like every day coming in angry customers people like you know yelling at you and shit and like feeling like i was wasting my time like doing any hours i did at work i'd be like working on the business like 
with like the receipt, you know, the receipt thing where you can press the button and you can get extra paper. <laughs> yeah, I I'll did that do that too. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that and I'll be standing at like the counter just like writing ideas. Like this is what I'm doing as soon as I finish this shift. Yeah. But as soon as uh, we left our jobs and we're working on the business, every day I woke up like I have so much time to work on what I want to do. You know, I know what nobody's telling me to fucking come into work and fold these fucking these t-shirts that are gonna <laughs> that are gonna get messed up anyway yeah and waste like five hours of my day doing that you know what i mean yeah whereas now i am in control of my own time i, I own my time and if i sit down for an hour and i just write um and i write a business plan that's already 50 million times more productive than me folding shirts for five hours for the whole day and just getting them fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess just seeing the opportunity. Yeah. I think the quote that stands out to me is um, the worst day on set is better than the best day anywhere else. Um, I think for us, like, and that can apply to any other um, industry as well. If you, if you know what your set is, you know what I mean? Like, the best, the worst day wherever you want to be is better than the best day anywhere else. You know, if you truly understand where you want to be, um, I think we wrapped our heads around that and we were able to, you know, really enjoy what we were doing and yeah, having fun with it, I think is the most important part because if you're not having fun, why are you doing it? Mm. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like work should be fun. Like business should be fun. Like if you're starting your own brand, like, you should be enjoying the process. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, especially, I guess it's just being grateful and just being like, fuck, yeah, like I get to do this. You know what I mean? Like there's so many people that would like want to be in this position um, mm-hmm. that might be too scared to make that choice. Yeah. Um, now I feel like it's kind of thrown on a lot of people where, oh man, I have all this time now. Like what am I going to do? Like, yeah. Like they're forced to start a business now, I guess, in this situation where it's like, okay, I need to figure out another way to make money. And it's like... It shouldn't well, feel forced. Yeah, it shouldn't feel forced. You know, if you're not like inspiring yourself to do more work, then maybe it's not the right thing for you, you know? Word. Shout out to Gian. Antagonize. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Well, He's antagonizing straight away. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? So they also wanted to fight Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. What up, Brian? Wait, who wants to fight Vin Diesel? Antagonize? Yeah, that's his answer. To fight, um, uh, the Rock. <laughs> the Rock. The Rock. I wouldn't fight the Rock. Oh, I guess you'd get you'd learn more out of it, but you'd probably die. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's cool, man. Would you rather fight um, Vin Diesel or um, or? I was going to say Jason Statham, but then Jason I don't Statham's think anyone would. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Know, but The Rock or Jason Statham? Ooh. That's a pretty good question. I'd go The Rock. You'd rather You'd fight, fight The Rock? The rock? <laughs> yeah, because Jason Statham, I think he's a professional like ass kicker. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, I'd Have you seen The, the Transporter? Too. Nah. Oh, bro. Should I watch it? Watch okay. <laughs> I've seen Expendables. I really liked him in Expendables. Yeah. yeah. He was the knife guy. <laughs> the <laughs> the uh, Transporter, man. He's like this uh, crazy like driver slash ninja. Oh, no yeah, shit. Just, 
I gotta watch yeah. that shit then. Yeah, if you liked Baby Driver, yeah, you will like, love Transformers. This is Daddy Driver. He'd be the best Uber driver you'll ever have. No shit. Hey, Token, what's your favorite movie of all time, bro? Ooh, like actual movie? Yeah, no, no porn oh, like, movies. <laughs> I did the Godfather. The Godfather. Ooh, was, that's was a good one. Yeah, it was a good um series. The first Sick. one or the second one? Um, I'd say, I think oh, all of them, actually. Oh. It was good, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, all, all, all of them. All, 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 there's, there's three, isn't there? I'm just laughing because um, David's putting his mic to the phone so that the podcast can listen. And then he pulls it to himself <laughs> just to go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, all three of them. Um, uh, I don't really like it. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. They're all very different. Mm, interesting. Favorite TV show? Ooh. Oh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, dude. Ooh. I consumed that like crazy. In year 12, I like watched every single episode like six times. That's a lot and of times. It was crazy, right? I can quote it like crazy. It is a great <laughs> show. Just, yeah. Just great characters, I think. Yeah. You know what else is really good? Community. Oh, Community is so Apparently good. Apparently it's coming back to Netflix. Oh, really? Apparently. Maybe American. Oh, man. I hope not. Yeah. But He's what's cool... Botsing it. What's cool about Community is that the creators created Rick and Morty. Mm. And I fucking love Rick and Morty. What was that? I did not know that. Well, now you do. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no worries, mate. That's good. <laughs> What's botting it mean? He's botting it. So it's a. Uh, let me put up the actual definition of it so I don't bots it. <laughs> oh, fucking it up? Is that like a crump term or is it like a. Nah, so it's a, it's a uh, New Zealand slang slash Islander slang. Right. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a poly slang. Uh, poly. It means um, like uh, it, it, um, I got this from like my island mates because I used to hang out with heaps of islanders back in NZ. Um, but fiapoko means like um, uh, trying to know something where you don't know anything about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, just so like talking shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, just like heaps of talk smack. Like just. Oh man, I've come across those people and I hate them. Like, especially at parties, when people are drunk, they bots it all the time. I hope I'm using it right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good. See, that's a good. That's a really good uh, description of what botting means. Right. So it's like, um, yeah, it's trying to, yeah, like especially people at parties. A lot of people, yeah. people at parties do that. When um, guys are trying to pick up girls as well, and they like yeah. pretend like they know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So like when people try to like do a vortex, but then like choke mid- midway. Yeah. Is that you, bro? Is that you? <laughs> That's you. That's Dude, easy. I actually got nominated for like a skull from James. So I'm oh, gonna do, do it now. I'm going to do that later today. No, I don't want to do it. It's too early. <laughs> yes, bro. It's, we're in isolation. I, gotta work. I still got to work, bro. I'm still working. Token bots all the time. Oh, damn. True. Hey, yeah, Gian, you want to join us? I don't know if you can add in more than one person. No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Hey, if any guys, any of you guys got any questions, man, feel free to ask. Feel us. free to ask us anything. We are actually live on a 
podcast as well. So we're actually recording. This is open this. mic. Yeah, so it's going to be on Food for Thought as well. So it's open mic sesh. This is episode three of Food for Thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're making moves. We are. All right. Cool. All right. Should let's we, let's kick. Should we tag We're going to tag you out, Token. Tag team. All right. See you, everybody. Thanks for jumping on, bro. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Sick. Thank you. <laughs> Damn, I'm glad that guy's gone, man. Oh yeah, glad Token's gone. <laughs> wow, man. Oh, man that guy so is hard. so annoying. He was botting it the whole time. He was time. just botting it. Yeah, he just botted it the whole time. <laughs> Alright, let's get Giard in here. What up, guys? If you guys got any questions, feel free to ask us anything. We're yeah. gonna add in. <laughs> it's like wow. We love, we love you, Token. We love you, Token. We love you, Token. <laughs> just joking, bro. At the top. At the top. <laughs> we love you, bro. The podcast is on Spotify. What up, Giard? Yo, Giard. Yo, what up? Hey, what's up, bro? Not much, man. You're on lunch break at the moment. What do you do for work for the people that don't know? Uh, just confidential information. Oh, uh, okay. You DJ during the day? Sick, bro. Uh, I'm DJing. I'm still, I'm still DJing. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Hey, give me a sec. I'm just going to order food. One second. What hey, up, Kevin? Gian, you are a very opinionated person. How do you feel about all of this going on right now? Uh man. If I tell you my views on it, it would take us hours. Alright, we, we don't we have got time. hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't have hours. <laughs> we got time. Yeah, what are your thoughts? Did you talk did you listen to the um the announcement last night? What do you think of ScoMo's um, decision? What's your Did you thoughts? watch? What are your thoughts on the current situation and how uh, everyone's dealing with what's going on? My thoughts on it. Wait, wait, wait. What current situation are you referring? Stage two. Stage two of what's going on right now, and um, I guess the restrictions on everything. Just your quick, like, quick consensus on what your thoughts are. One word to describe it. <laughs> one word. Oh, one word. In one word. Um, Break. Thank you. Yeah, break. 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 Your word to describe all of this is, is break. A break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, if I want to, if you want me to elaborate on that, I reckon we could all use a break. Yeah, I'll say that too. Um, to, if on that, on that one particular view, yeah. Because um, right now, on, let me just fix my all right, this is gonna turn into a mukbang with Gian. Yeah, because right now, um. I, I, in a nutshell, I like to see things in a very positive way, you know, like, I, I, I see the, uh, the bright side of everything. Yeah, nice. So, in saying that, if we have to go on lockdown, like, like, what, what happened in other countries already? Like, the, the climate and the um, pollution has settled down and shit. So, I reckon if the whole world, if Maine, if the whole world actually does this once a year or something, it might actually help us yeah. in the future, you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, yeah, for sure, the economy and everybody else is suffering without jobs and shit. But, but if you don't have a place to live in, which is Earth, then that means you fucking won't have anywhere to work and, and live and shit. You know? Yeah. That's very true. 
Um, you know what's kind of like? It reminds me of like, you know, when like your um, this is gonna be a weird analogy, but if you're like on your laptop and your laptop starts freezing up and it's like starting to fuck up, but then you just turn it off for a bit and then you turn it back on and then it works fine. I guess it's a little bit like that where maybe we need to just turn off for a little bit and just kind of let things settle, let let everyone reset and then turn it back on. It, it might not fix everything, but it might be a better start. You know what I mean? It's pretty much like the, yeah. the world is going crazy. Well, have you tried turning it on and off again? <laughs> Yeah, it's the first thing. It's the first, it's the first IT solution. I did that for work. So. Yeah. Have you tried turning it on and off again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We right. all got to turn, turn on and off once in a while. Yeah, so do we. And people need to do it. So maybe the world needs to do it for a little bit and then, you know, see how we go after that. Pretty much, I reckon. Like, yeah. In a nutshell, I reckon. <laughs> Very wise words. Mm, I dig that. Another view is maybe Australia should have done this way before. Um, I feel like I don't know. I might get some. I might get some people criticizing me on this, but it's okay. I feel like a lot of people can agree that our government has been really slow and quite incompetent. It seems like they're quite incompetent with what they're doing right now. I suppose they're doing their best. But I don't know, like it would be better. You know, like yeah, way better. Cause a lot of people are suffering. Like a lot of industries are suffering. And yeah, and I'm not just talking about the art industry and all that. Like man, a lot like hospitality and shit. Like how many people are in hospitality that don't have jobs right now? Yeah, don't have income. Mm. I feel like oh yeah, you can you can go to Settlelink and this and that blah blah blah. Bro, even that's a problem. Like, I drive past my, my, the satellite near my house now. And at, like, they, they don't even open until, like, 8 or 8.30. And I drive past around 7-ish. And, man, that's lines already. So. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, although, like, we might not have... It crashes, which is fair enough. Cause maybe it's overloaded with people trying to, trying to um, log in and shit. Yeah, I feel like although um, I guess they're trying their best, um, I mean, I feel like for people that are leading our country, maybe we can do a little bit better. And I feel like, yeah, definitely, like this might be a kind of like snap for everyone who's like voting and all that kind of stuff to realize like hmm, maybe like, you know, our government can do a little bit better. Um, you know, they're creating a lot of problems. Like we could be reacting faster. Maybe we need different people in there and i don't know there's heaps of talented australians and heaps of like um you know really smart businessmen um in the world or in australia as well so maybe i don't know this might be a time where everyone's kind of realizing that too and we might need to reset on that and change that as well yeah true but yeah i think reset is the, the key word yeah reset, yeah. reset reset we all need a reset it is time to reset guys speaking of reset Come on. Blue. I can't hear it. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> All right. Enjoy, bro. All right. Thanks for tuning in with us, uh, Gian. Enjoy the rest of your shift. Enjoy your lunch. And uh, we'll speak to you soon, bro. Peace, bro. <laughs> What's that? What was that?
Okay, peace, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. Cool. Well, that was cool. That was interesting. That was an interesting insight. I did not expect to be talking about that today, but I guess it's <laughs> a topic on everyone's. I didn't um, expect Giyad to be talking about that. He totally botched it. He did. Botch <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, nice. Speaking of playing Snake on your Nokia phone, did you know that there's an app called Snake? Um, <laughs> that you, you can play <laughs> Snake again? Yeah, you told me. <laughs> Yo, if anyone here knows how to play Snake, like check it out. Gian is very confident in himself. <laughs> he is. Hey. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to sign out now on both the podcasts. This podcast is going to be live. If you want to listen to it again, it'll be up on our Spotify. Food for thoughts. Food with a, f- I mean, four with a number four. Thoughts. <laughs> That's episode three of Food for Thought. Thank you guys for watching this whole time. Shout out, Nezzy. You. You've been here since day one. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. Shout out Token. Shout out Guillaume for jumping Special on. Guests. Spontaneously jumping on. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. You kind of missed it. Do you reckon that's, that's uh, Ply or Willis? Nah, it's probably Jack. Oh, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jack for just coming on. Man, we'll be back um, next Thursday at 2 o'clock. Wow. Wow, that was interesting. Well, it just turned off my So how did it know? It knew. It was like, peace out, y'all. Anyways, yeah. Well, that podcast went for a little bit longer than I thought it would, but I hope you guys enjoyed I'm happy. that. That was cool. That was awesome. Yeah, we might um, check in something for where Token, you couldn't hear Token. Yeah. But um, play some music or just cut it out. Or I'll just talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you guys for watching, man. Um, yeah, don't forget to rate us, uh, subscribe, follow us, check us out. On share YouTube. us with your friends as well. Yeah, share it with your friends if you enjoyed it. Uh, if you've got any questions for us, we'll be back. Uh, but yeah, man, hope you guys enjoyed it and hope everyone is staying safe. We love y'all. We love y'all. Peace. Peace.